Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Four thirty-three here on a Friday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on EM sixteen hundred KIVA ninety-three point seven FM. The web, the app, rockoftalk.com. Five fifty, fifty-five hundred. We've got all the candidates, and a number of them are running hard for their races. And uh, first hour, D. Dowd and I have a uh, first uh, two hours. We have all the covers, and then we're headlong into just interview after interview after interview, where you can hear from these candidates who are trying to improve the situations of their districts, uh, their Senate districts, House districts. We've all caught them here, and uh, they should be admired for their courage for throwing them uh, into the <laughs> into public service. I mean, uh, look how look how you get attacked. You get ripped apart. Your signs get ripped down. Yep. Your reputation torn apart. Like public service isn't easy. Well, it is if you're a Democrat in the well, state yeah, of Mexico. This <laughs> but if you're the opposing party and you're opposing guys, your life will be ripped to yeah, shreds. Absolutely. It's just what happens. Yeah. And you need we don't to- do change in New Mexico. Yeah. You're you're a threat. <laughs> That's exactly right. And uh, I think nobody knows that better than uh, you or I. I think you're pretty hated, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, I was attacked at the dumpster. I'm, I'm having a drawing uh, being produced for me of the, dump, the dumpster witch attack at the dumpster a couple of weeks ago. You Trump's a murder. All right, let's get all the reaction uh, there. Thanks for uh, taking the time as uh, we uh, escorted uh, Trump uh, directly here via radio. Uh, where to? Where he is uh, going to is the Walter Reed Medical Center. I don't trust the doctors. I don't trust the medical profession. I don't trust... What's happening? Uh, I generally don't visit the doctor. I think everybody, me neither. Uh, the doctor, I won't vi- go. you know, the doctor visits me every week. Oh, interesting. Uh, yes. Doctor Summer. Doctor Summer. Yeah, it was uh, whatever. Boy, I his, I was listening to him last weekend or the weekend before about his fight with the federal regulators over that. Really interesting stuff. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, he has an unbelievable uh, medical background. Oh, and he experience. does. Really yeah, impressive. The, the yeah. guy is. Oh, you've known him for some time. Yeah, I, I even interviewed him on another station many years ago. But I, I think the problem with the medical community now, and, and there's a lot of smart, well-intentioned people in the medical community. I'm not a conspiracy guy. With debt. I'm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Guys paying off their you know medical student loans in their 50s and 60s. Um, the ideology, and we've seen it with public health. We've seen it with Fauci and Burks at the. And, you know, most institutions in this country have been taken over by the left. And I think healthcare is one of them. So I, th- yeah. I, think, I think a lot of doctors don't even know that. Um, I have a brother-in-law. I don't talk about him much because I don't talk to him or my sister. But um, <laughs> we don't need to say much. But I, I remember asking him years ago when we were still talking yeah. uh, what the uh, price of something was, okay. uh, some procedure. And he said it was just hemming and hawing back and forth. I said, of course. Well, why would I ask you what the price, is, uh, price of a service you provide is? You're in health care. You don't, you don't do prices in health care. Some, some third party always pays it out. Uh, and, you, know, you don't sell, you're, you're a medical professional. You don't sell yourself with, with capitalism and prices. Um, I, I think that whole profession has moved very left. And in fact, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal a couple of years ago about how doctors, the American Medical Association used to be rock-solid Pro property rights, pro uh, anti uh, single payer healthcare, anti socialized medicine, and then the fifties LBJ and all the others worked to kind of buy them off gradually, so that they started coming around to the left. So it's not so much that I think they're nefarious. I don't think doctors are trying to poison us. I just think they have a particular worldview that they've never been that's never been challenged. Um, and so I'm not interested in them. When when my cancer eventually comes, we have the best cancer care in the country, in, in the world, in this country, and I'm, I, I look forward to that. My approach to health is that's my responsibility. It is. Sleep, 
yes. do- dogs every morning. Yeah. Eddie, I, I started. I, I moved up a little on my lightweights that I, I walk around with at night. I saw that. I am in yeah. the. I am in the. I'm not in the shape of my life. I'm in the shape of my post forty life right now, and I feel good. so good. I'm sleeping better. I'm yeah. breathing better. Oh, um, no. I've had enough good enough mood to get through. Oh, and you like this week, you, which has been a miserable week, but I might. It's helped you. You like where you work too. I like where I, where I work. I look right. forward to coming in. Um, <laughs> and you know, it, it boosts your it boosts your digestion. It boosts your respiration. It boosts your mental uh, con, you know bravo. capacity. So your health, folks, is your responsibility now. If somebody T-boned, a drunk driver T-boned you and cracked your whole body up, that is completely somebody else's fault. But barring that kind of accidental kind of stuff, most of the healthcare costs in this country are chronic conditions driven by behavior. We need to take care of ourselves better, and we can get beyond Obamacare and Bernie Care if we just take responsibility for our health and uh, boost our health. Whoa, man, what a... I'm going off. Uh, I'm you, sorry. You it's a Friday. Know. I'm out of control. No, love, out of you're control. not on, out of control. That was perfect. And uh, you're 100% right on the uh, medical profession. I've known many doctors, and uh, you know most of them, I would say, uh, all the ones that I've known are well-intentioned yeah, yeah. and uh, have their hearts in the right place, and they're really dedicated and passionate people. But unfortunately, once they find themselves in the uh, hospital environment, mm-hmm. uh, which applies different pressures... Most of these doctors actually aren't even practicing medicine. Indeed. You know, they're writing notes all day yep. and uh, and pushing pills and doing what's uh, being told to them because that's the dictate of the uh, medicines. And, and I mean, d- dictate of the hospitals because it is a bottom line driven uh, uh, business, regardless if it's public or private. And ultimately, they it's, it's a, I hate to say this, but the Obamacare death panels, that's a real thing. It is a real thing. The cost benefit of your yes. life. Yes. You know, yes. why not just pick up the phone? You can call Doctor Summers, give him a couple of bucks, uh, and he'll see you today. And uh, <laughs> boom, you need a prescription, he'll write you one, and then you you, you get going. But you know, you, you want somebody who has that type of experience for that length. And doesn't have to, isn't worried about the money, or isn't worried about you know the bottom line all the time. Well, and you're so right about pill, pill pushing. Um, it, it's we're either going to get you an operation or we're going to get you on a prescription. And I've never had a doctor, when I used to go to them years ago, and I don't go anymore, yeah. uh, is I've never had a doctor say, you know, what's going on in your life? What, what are, you, what are the, the behaviors and, the, and your habits that are really contributing to possibly this cause? It's just, oh, you got a problem, here's, the, here's a prescription, here's another yeah. prescription. Oh, wait, we'll get you a scan. I mean, they don't, because they have their eight minutes, their, their limit, their eight minutes of limits to spend with someone until they're on to the next patient because they got to keep that money coming in from either the insurance companies or the federal government or well, the state well, government. But, but it's not just the doctors. that they're, they're actually reoriented that way. The doctors don't start out that way. Right. That's not why they want to go into medicine or right. go through they these punishing. Yeah. I mean, these guys are unbelievable students, and, and sure. they think they're going to go brains. out and literally change people's lives. And they do, but unfortunately, because of the profit model of these hospitals and you know, the agendas of the administrators, uh, mostly, and most of those people are doctors, by the way, folks, you have really bad health care systems. Oh, you know what? Uh, let me tell you where I don't want to die. Have I ever told you why I don't want to die? The Bill and Barbara Richardson <laughs> University of New Mexico Hospital. Good point, yes. Seriously. Yes, yes. I've listened to a man die at the hospital before. And I was, uh, yeah, I was getting my collarbone fixed when I was in tenth grade, and the guy had got in a motorcycle accident. Oh boy! And my uh, doctor, Doctor Slaughterback, you know, and he was telling me because I was kind of getting the nuances of the, you know, this is the uh, emergency room, sure, sure. Uh, that emergency that was there. department they call it now, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they have to change the names of everything. <laughs> How do they? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean, the blood curdling scream uh, oh. that you get with that is just, uh, you know, no, that's uh, one place I don't want to die. I'll go any. Any any place that you want, uh, but not there. All right. 
Uh, let me get to all your quick texts very quickly. You guys had lots of responses, and they're still coming in, so thank you. Eddie, thank you for the 20 seconds of silence. It gave me the time to say a short prayer for our president, and also one for you. God bless America, Charlie and Las Lunas. That's beautiful. And uh, you know what? Use this time to rally, start to come together, think about just how valuable your president is. This is the time to rally. You know, you, you don't have time to, like, not do anything. Now you've got to campaign harder than ever, especially you can't. Oh, well, that's it. Trump's got co- uh, coronavirus, so we got to throw in the top. No, this is the time when you double down, baby. If you ever needed motivation, this now you it. got it. You've got everything you need. Like, there's nothing else you need. I got excited about all this whole thing today because I'm like, okay, I'm seeing the upside, the upside, upside, upside. Regardless of what happens to our president, you literally just had, like, you just experienced the greatest presidential high that you could possibly experience for four years in your lifetime. All right, where was I? 2001. I went to the greatest World Series game of all time. November 4th, uh, 2001. I never want to go back into that uh, uh, Diamondback Stadium again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It'll you, never you be better what, than that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Ryan texts in, Oh, sweet. I have an uncontrollable urge to get a Trump tattoo right now. <laughs> Even in the abstract, he's a beast. That's beautiful. God bless our... Pre- go get one. If you're going to go get a Trump tattoo... I love that. I think that is great. You want to go get a picture? I might go do that. Uh, hi, Eddie. Uh, this is your mailman friend now, just your friend. I feel your heavy heart over the radio. I'm skeptical about the president and his care also. There you go. I, too, look at history and political coups. Like you said, it's well all too co- co- coincidental. Take care, Eddie. And that's my uh, good uh, mailman who just retired. I love that guy. Yeah, literally. you talk about him a lot. Yeah. Oh, I love Carl. He's the best. Uh, was the best. Now He's, he's not going to be losing any ballots uh, on election day. <laughs> well, he, because he's not working. Well, the narrative of uh, if he can get well from all of it, conservatives have always known they could get it. We weigh the risk, which is very low, and if we get it, we get hit in the eyes wide open. We take our chances, and we'd rather have freedom than fear. Peace yep. out. Yep, yep. There Excellent go, man. Point. Good Excellent job. Point. You guys are on it. Life man, is more is than just not dying. Yeah, like, I'm going to die. Yeah. We're all going to die. Uh, po- I posted something on my uh, Facebook that said exactly that. It's like, spoiler alert. <laughs> we're we're all going to die. Everybody dies. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Oh, Tattoo 45, I like that. Uh, that's good. That's actually my age, too. Uh, Eddie, I had my entire colon and rectum removed when I was 19 years old. I don't think that was my responsibility. Uh, no, to... no I, I was talking about chronic conditions. There are genetic conditions, absolutely, and then there are accidents. But when you look, uh, and this has been done by Health Affairs and all the mainstream publications that have looked at this, chronic, oh, con- chronic conditions okay, got it, got contribute... It. Behavior-based chronic conditions contribute to the vast majority of our health care expenses. And, and I think it's important for you not to look for disagreement on a day like this. Yeah. Generally, I'm okay to fight with you. Today would not be a day that I'm looking to fight with for, anybody. For the record, a child born with some congenital defect, I'm not yeah. call, saying it's their fault. Okay, yeah, I, so, I, We so, shouldn't have to put that on the record, but we will go ahead and put it on the record yeah, but, but, so nobody's offended. And please don't look for fighting uh, with me, maybe for like the next 10 days. If, if you're a liberal, though, and you want to fight all day long, or if you want to go to besmirch my, my president... Uh, <laughs> You saw what happened yesterday. Oh, and John is just loving me. I'm telling him I love him. He, he loves me. He's going to come in. You know, I'm going to get him a beer or something. I don't know. Uh, Eddie only shows how godless and classless these heathens can be with regard to the president and the first lady when they wish them death. Such disgusting animals. Well, I have had contempt for Democrats destroying our lives. I always wish for the conversion of their hearts, not their deaths. Beautiful, guys. Very good. Beautiful. Way to go. You guys are hitting it. Uh, Bob and Las Lunas, God bless our president and first lady because they will come stronger than ever for the people that believe in America. Um, that's my hope. Boy, that would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I would just absolutely love that. Uh, Eddie, I'm with you, especially since Hope Hicks always wears a mask. 
I've noticed that President Trump has been breathy and looking tired lately. I'm praying that our great president gets the best care and bounces back better than ever. Despite the resistance, once again, I hope God uses him as an example of living your life and overcoming COVID. That would really irk the Democrat swamp. President Trump can beat anything, <laughs> even the corona. I uh, you know, that, you know, but you... the corona isn't something to beat. We're all going to get right, it. Right, We're right, all right. going to die. We're all going to get the coronavirus. And 99.9% of us won't die from the coronavirus, even though maybe just a few more people will. Uh, Eddie Trump has given an update. Well... Let's see what we have on an update. Uh, let me try to get through it. Tweet? Oh, okay. He is actually uh, speaking. 